0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express.
2: Coming up on NBA Today, Joel Embiid. Have you seen this man recently? He's been on a tear. Why his MVP chances have never been higher. We explain. Plus. Jalen Rose, his exclusive sit-down interview with Grizzlies star John Morant after Commissioner Adam Silver announced his eight-game suspension. Do not miss that. And with just over three weeks left in the regular season, the West is getting more and more wild. Are the Lakers running out of time? Mark Jones, tell me why the Kings are not.
3: They open up the floor. Fox going to go to work. Pulls up for the winner.
1: Got it. D. Fox with some dynamite.
2: De'Aaron Fox is a bad, bad man. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express. I'm so excited. You should be. My friends are back. Janea Gumake is with us. Our associate, Richard Jefferson. (laughs) Kendrick Perkins, his home studio in Houston, will be stopping by in just a little bit. Vince Uh, Carter is going to be joining us as well. We had another 50 point game last night.
4: Kitty yes, piece we
2: did. lemon pepper, habanero. Oh, you, you want to keep
3: going? Barbecue. You're just going your, to teriyaki. You're going to steal. Pork
2: Cajun pork. rub. I love it. Uh, how above. many fifty-point games did you have in your career? Uh, high school. We'll,
5: we'll,
3: we'll, hey. I don't think I had a fifty-point game in high school. Well,
2: let let Steph Curry show you how it's done <laughs> because he had the 22nd fifty-point game of the year, which Crazy. is mm. insane, and it's still. Stimmy. Oh, uh, wasn't enough, cheney Ibiza Zubat's going to work down low.
4: One of my favorite players, underrated big, that really just is efficient and effective for the Clippers. But watch this. This is important because this is Draymond
2: Green picking up his 16th technical foul, which means it triggers an automatic suspension for the game in Atlanta. He's confident he told me that it's going to get rescinded, though.
4: Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm just watching. I know. Steph I, I, Magic. I, I don't know if that's going to get rescinded.
3: He's confident.
2: I, he's love, confident. Told me he's I love
4: your me. confidence me. He's confident regardless. I yeah. my guy well, You know who
2: had some confidence, especially in the third quarter? Steph Curry. He was cooking.
3: It was ridiculous. I called the game last night and you did? when I tell you that the entire audience, like the only thing that was that was slowing down step was the clipper like the clipper offense. It was so impressive because all those 50 points, all these little layups.
4: That every, shot was stupid. Every, he had two of them. Show he had two of them. Look at it, look at
3: the wrist. It was a masterclass, but look, the clippers were impressive last night. They answered Eric oh, Gordon. Where's was, the defense? Eric Gordon was huge. We're gonna get to that lack of defense there here in a second. But but he was doing it all like I said he had two of those shots Malika Steph Curry had
2: 21 points in the third quarter 41 through three the Warriors down six though after so we pick it up in the fourth quarter midway through the fourth Clippers up nine at this point you said it Kawhi Leonard
3: rounding into form Richard it was so impressive he's just so efficient it just like the amount of dribbles everything he does and Steph was doing every single thing he could to keep him in it but the Warriors issues are not on the offensive end
2: right and the Clippers issues are fizzling out by the day they were clicking on all cylinders Paul George he hits that Steph Curry knows at this point that his 50 burger would not be quite enough so the Clippers they improved to 12 and 2 when Kawhi Leonard scores 30 then you can see Steph I mean this is crazy the Warriors drop to 0 and 2 when he scores 50 this season and that is just not acceptable frankly let's hear from Steph Curry and Kawhi Leonard after the game
6: I mean, I'm just happy that we were able to, you know, get these wins, um, you know, uh, you know, playing good basketball, uh, you know, getting 30 points and losing, uh, you know, where I'm at in my career is, uh, you know, it doesn't do much for me. So if I'm able to come out and, and get a win and, you know, our team is in a good place, uh, you know, that I'm
7: more happy with that. Y'all know me. It's. It's nice to play well and shoot well. That's what I expect to do every night. Um, No matter what the stat sheet looks like after the game, it's just frustrating when uh, you can't get over the hump and figure out a way to get a win, especially with where we've been all season on the road. So...
2: All right, Steph, he's still confident the Warriors, they can get right. But the difference between their three-point shooting home and the road, the numbers are hard to ignore. Chanae, what did you see?
4: I mean, this is straight wild. Look at the numbers right here. Three-point defense by venue. They're first in the NBA when they're at home defending the three-point line. 41%. 29th, second worst in the NBA when they are on Unprecedented. The road. I don't know how sway, but let me show you uh, exactly what really won the game. And so let's dive into this. By the way, y'all, I want you to look at this right here. 34 seconds on the clock. That means two for one, right? Two possessions is what you're aiming for. That's why Kawhi Leonard lets the ball roll. So he lets the ball roll. He's trying to eat up some clock so that he can get these two shots in for his team. Pause it right there. The Warriors, they're in a one, two, two, right? One, two, three, four, five. One, two, two. In one, two, two zones, they're hard to rebound. We all know this, but I want you to keep an eye on Mr. Terrence Mann because he makes a beeline on the rim and no one, he goes untouched all the way down there. Look at him, hmm. grabs, snatches this board. And this is so important because the Clippers, what do they have? They had 16. Oh, you like my arrows there? He had 16 offensive boards. They converted that into 27 points. What do the Warriors having, you know, in contrast? only 11 points off of the boards. Hmm. Things like this will get you wins in the NBA just by hustle and heart. All right, as the play goes, again, they're in zone. It's hard to defend, you know, a pick and roll in zone. So nice little attack right here. Beautiful extra pass. I'm gonna slow it down right here because watch Kawhi, a really strong, I mean, look at this hand, a really strong closeout. He reads it. He's able to attack most importantly. He draws the help defense. Here's the help defense. But what, what I love about this right here is that he's able to find two shooters. And who are the two shooters? One, he has two options because DiVincenzo has to make a decision, a business decision. Who am I gonna guard? He's either way too late, shot goes up. And watch, you know, Richard, these are the favorite things that I like to watch. I want you to watch this guy right here. Hey, he's show like, me. look at this. <laughs> I don't know if this is happiness or sadness. It's, it's, it's emotive. There it's we go, it's emotion. emotion. It's emotion. Yeah, we got that watch the emotion. He's like, oh, man, another <laughs> offensive board. He could be a Warriors fan. Or he'd yep. be like, oh, man, yeah, Clippers, you guys are getting it. That, that was a good form you had there. Yeah, you, this guy right here has 50. It's unacceptable for them to lose when he has 50, so the Warriors have more questions. Right. And guess what? The Clippers, their availability, their guys making the right reads, knocking down shots, you know, passing the ball open, they have more answers And you could
2: see that look on Steph Curry's face after the game, but you were actually on the
3: call, Richard. Yes. What did you see? Well, look, again, I had the pleasure of calling both games. I called their home game against Phoenix obviously mm-hmm. there was no Kevin Durant and then their second game but look at this I want to show you guys like Cheney, to Cheney's point their difference between home and road defense is ridiculous now Monday against Phoenix yeah 19 threes for the Warriors now mind you this was no Kevin Durant but there's no Wiggins there's like teams are missing guys they held them to four for 21. So you're like, okay, Warriors Baby, win. this is win. Warriors right. do what they do, right? They're, they've been struggling on the road, struggling are, and winning at home. The very next game. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, the Clippers are a talented team. But 17 threes to 16 threes. That means that the Clippers basically were on par with the Golden State Warriors, and that's not going to get it done. You can't have these numbers yeah. at home defensively against a good three-point shooting team in, in the Suns and then do this.
4: Wait, wait, Richard, does this mean you actually like the numbers? No, 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 we're like, just making Mr. a point. No number No, no,
3: no, 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 we're just making a point. But let's go <laughs> Let's go to the graphic when you have this disparity, the next graphic. Mm. Look at them. They are 29-7 and at home. Why? Because they are one of the best at defending the three and shooting threes. The Warriors were always a math problem. They would switch all five across, not let you shoot threes, and then they would obliterate you from threes. So it was a math problem, as JJ likes to say, the math wasn't mathing. On the road, 7-27, and 27, a lot of that is because their inability to defend the three and the amount that they are fouling so they can't get out and then transition. This is a big – this is maybe the yeah. biggest gap in NBA history. Don't quote me on that. I'm probably sure. <laughs> Don't at me. Just, don't, don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> but it's one don't of the worst me, that you've ever seen, and it's because the Warriors, their right. identity completely changes. The minute they get on the road, they're a completely different team. And we're just not used to
2: this from the Golden State Warriors. Historically, they've been one of the most versatile teams yep. that we have seen. But you know who else is versatile? Who? Did you see this last night? Richard Jefferson? Take, take a listen to this.
3: Oh, no. You've done a great job have, if this coaching thing doesn't this work is out, you'd be pretty good on television. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I don't think I could pull off those shoes though. I think, I think you can. I, I think mm. you're outstanding.
2: So I think what Steve Kerr <laughs> said is I don't think that you can pull off those shoes, but it was hard for me to hear because the mic was in his face. So if I could, Chanae, with your assistance, let me do a little bit of a breakdown of okay. my okay. own here because I have a little bit of experience. Uh, here we go. On the oh, and final. Here, here it, we go. Here So. I like this. I'm
3: nervous. At this point in time, America, I'm sweating. And right? we
2: all know because the eye contact isn't quite <laughs> there. We like to see a little bit of a connection with our subjects, let them know, hey, we're about to go on camera. It's going to be contact. good. Eye, like contact. eye contact. Thing good. number one. Okay. I, like eye contact. I like eye contact. Please play it. So then, <laughs> Look, you get ready. You get ready. I can see you formulating your questions in your head, that's good eye contact there. Now maintain it. <laughs> This is very important, Richard. When the subject is talking, what they have to say is infinitely more important than what you have to say. I know that's a hard concept for you to grasp at times, my friend. Just make sure the microphone, Chene, stays firmly in place, in position. It is all about your stance. Sorry to interrupt, because look right here. There's the microphone this while he's talking. This is a beautiful talking. example, Chene. Thank you for pointing and that then- out. what? And then it goes back to you. I think it is a solid first outing. It was nice to see. This is maybe the equivalent of, like, a, a, a Jordan Poole performance earlier in the year. We're seeing some glimpses of what he could
4: okay, be, let and me then see. You he's guys, rounding
3: into fourth. You guys know four? the term, a jack of all trades, a master of none?
4: That is me. <laughs> I can do it all. I I'm appre- not good at any of it. You're a perk word. You're a joke. No, right? oh, no. Jack a jack of, of all, all trades. trades. Okay, you're joke. A joke. All right, no, let's not, no, a- not kind of <laughs>
3: start using that. You know, I've been sweet. I've been a joke. I've been a, I've been a lot of different things last. <laughs> couple of days so let's not address that a
2: for effort b in actuality but we will see him on the sidelines again good work richard oh that was rude we're gonna stick in the west here though rich you get a little bit of a break because with the chance to get back to 500 for the first time this season the lakers still without lebron james having anthony davis resting on the second night of a back-to-back they went into houston and shanae who won your rockets let's get it so they, no, no, the they only Rockets the game tied they for the least total wins in the NBA. Darvin Ham, Jared Vanderbilt, they spoke after the loss. Let's take a listen.
7: Talked about it and I said it before games,
6: after games, non-game days, energy, effort, and urgency. And uh, I thought, you know, coming out of the gates, that kind of was non-existent. You know, I didn't see a lot of that, uh, but I saw it on their part, Houston.
7: You know, we ran out of time. I mean, I know we got, what, 12 games left? Uh, we have no more freebies, even though, I mean, we never had none to begin with, but we need all these games.
2: Welcoming in Vince Carter, Kendrick Perkins to the conversation. The Lakers, no more freebies. they are back in 10th, just a half game from being back outside on the outside looking in, and Darvin Ham, he called out their lack of urgency. So, Perk, at the end of the day, we know that, that Boston lost to Houston. Are you surprised by what you saw from the Lakers?
8: You know I love these moments. You know I love these moments when I get to come on NBA today and bring up receipts. Not receipts from a month ago. Not receipts from a a couple of weeks ago. Some receipts from yesterday. Matter Mm -hmm. of fact, listen to this for a second. I got the receipts from yesterday. Here it go right here. I understand the Houston Rockets have been horrible, but they just beat the Boston Celtics. Right now, they have guys that are playing for their careers, that are playing for their jobs, their livelihoods. They're playing extremely hard right now. So this is not a game that you're going to walk into and say, oh, even with ID, we're a better team, because that's not the case. Okay. I mean what well, damn. And that's exactly <laughs> and that's exactly what happened last night. And look, this is the problem this is the problem that I have. In the basketball world, we talk about the basketball guards and disrespecting the basketball guards. And where the Lakers are at right now, they actually are two games from being in the sixth spot. Okay, why would you not capitalize or take advantage of that every opportunity that you can? Now, I know the Anthony Davis, him sitting out on back-to-backs, I know it's tricky for us with the medical staff, and I get all that. But why wouldn't you try to secure the sixth seed? And I just pray and hope that this game right here don't come back to bite the Lakers in there. Bite. You know what? Mm. Because they decided to leave Anthony Davis or sit Anthony Davis out last right. night. And it cost them an opportunity to move up into the stand.
2: Right, because because Vince, Jared Vanderbilt, he said the Lakers after the game, he said, look, we're running out of time. Do you think they are?
6: Yeah. Yeah, the, he knows. He said, like, we're running out of time. And he's basically, in my opinion, saying the same thing that Perk is saying. We need everybody. Whoever is healthy right now, we need to be on the floor to get wins. And I understand. Like, like Perk said, they're in a predicament where it's like, yeah, all right, can we hold on to secure a spot, any spot, and have our guys going into the playoffs healthy? Because at the end of the day, if you can secure a 7-8 spot, you know, let's just say they don't get the 6 spot, you still have LeBron James hopefully healthy coming back, and you have AD healthy that can get you one win to kind of secure a spot. But at the same time, it's like the sense of urgency is like, what's more important? And Mm -hmm. I think they're stuck in the decision-making. They don't know what Mm -hmm. is more important. Healthy Anthony Davis For the for the back end or the playoff spot or now, well, if he gets hurt, then what do you do?
2: Right, exactly, and they're going to have to make that decision quick because the Lakers only have 12 games remaining in the season. And by the way, on Friday they face the Dallas Mavericks, which should be an interesting game because the Mavericks had an interesting finish against the Spurs, to say the least. We will get into that coming up here on NBA Today. But first, Joel Embiid. He's been on a mission this season. His MVP case, it may have never been stronger than it is right now. We will get into that. And John Morant, he sat down with Jalen Rose yesterday and discussed it all. Don't miss the exclusive one-on-one conversation that he had following his eight-game suspension announcement. Plus, there is no one more clutch than De'Aaron Fox this season. His must-see moments from a career season so far. We will be right back after the break.
0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
5: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
1: NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it.
3: Joel Embiid has been just sensational.
4: An absolute menace. Oh! smashes the rim. What the game? Don't with my
7: name. Step back, three. It's gone. 47 for Joel. We hear the crowd, they screaming my name. I got the stadium going insane. Be
8: hit
3: it. Absolutely unstoppable.
2: Happy 29th birthday to Mr. Joel Embiid, but I'm not sure there's a better birthday present than the performance that he had last night, Chanae.
4: I mean, look at that. With the midi in and out, this guy is so skilled, and I think it's underrated because he does most of his damage by the basket. Mm Mm-hmm. Doubled
2: on the low block and still get it to go. Joel Embiid was doing a little bit of everything. Oh, my
4: goodness. his first sport, volleyball, and I love it. Oh, yeah,
3: I've seen it. Look, what he was doing, though, and again, Like, the bigs, they have bigs out there trying to battle. Evan Mobley, he's a problem, young stud, but Joel Embiid gave him every bit that he could handle.
2: But I know that this was the play, Rich, that you were watching.
3: This this was the play here. Watch this drop. He goes, he jumps. Evan Mobley gets a drop off. He's seven foot with bouncing length and just does all the little things. It was so impressive. Look at that, that was a big swing. He gets, look, he gets down. Look at where he is. That second jump for a seven footer gets over there. That is a huge defensive play. And literally a minute later, yep, a right minute here. later, look at this. Two mm. seconds ago going to clock, a step back off the glass bucket. He was just so elite. It was a beautiful thing to watch.
2: 36 points, 18 rebounds, Woo. four blocks. Let's that hear man. from Joel Embiid after the game.
9: <laughs> I'm trying to win. Uh, you know, try to rack up as much wins as, uh, as we can and uh, you know, like I said, you know, try to get the group together, um, you know, doing our job like tonight, you know, down 12. you know, we've had a fight, you know, all season long, especially going down and we keep coming back and that's good to see.
2: So just two days ago, Nikola Jokic, he was the heavy betting favorite. You can see the details on your screen there. But Joel Embiid, he is playing catch up. Both players now at a minus 105. That is according to Caesar's Sportsbook. And this is in large part thanks to the tear that Joel Embiid has bringing on. So I wanna bring Kendrick Perkins into the conversation, not to focus on any other candidate here, just on Joel Embiid, because he has been playing out of his mind. What has stood out to you the most about his play recently?
8: Well, Malika, that's the only person that we're focusing on right now. And in the words of Jalen Brown, the energy has shifted. And you know why? It's not because of anything that's going on. It's because of what's happening in between the lines. Mm. And when you look at Philly being on a six-game winning streak, forget him leading, forget him be leading the league and scoring and Great. going out there and getting these 38s and, and 36 and uh, 18. It's what he's doing on the other side of the floor. The floor, the four blocks last night. Him having an impact on the defensive end. Him being healthy. Him being available. That's what I'm seeing right now. And, and look, Giannis is the best player in the world in my eyes. But I'm telling you right now, Embiid is on his heels like a pair of church socks. And that is extra tight. That is extra tight when it comes down to being in the conversation. Because what he's doing right now, he is showing the world, forget all the accolades, forget everything else that we may talk about, that night in and night out, I'm willing to match up with whomever and show that I'm the best player on the floor every single night, and that's exactly what he's been doing over the last two weeks.
2: Right, leading the league with 33.5 points per game this season. True. Pretty impressive stuff from Joel Second MD. year in a row. <laughs> And then there's that look from Kendrick Perks as he says, I said what I said. Still to come, though, on our show, we have Jalen Rose's sit-down with John Moran. He tells us exactly what happened on that night in Denver that wound up with him being suspended for eight games. And Damian Lillard, some really interesting sound you need to hear because he's having one of the best individual seasons of his career. So we react to his comments on how players should be remembered. Plus, it's Thursday. It's that time of the week. Vince Carter, he is taking us to the upper room, baby. And we have two weeks of dunks to be judged. We'll be right back.
5: Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast
3: is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there.
1: Let's check
2: out last night's one top play brought to you by Uber One, De'Aaron Fox. He did it again. This time, clock winding down against Chicago. He sized up Io DeSumo and then just drilled the game-winning three. Fox scored 15 of his 32 in the fourth quarter. His eighth time scoring 15 or more points in the fourth quarter this season. His All-NBA bid is going crazy right now. So with the win, the Kings, they moved past the Grizzlies for the two seed in the West. They've been jockeying back and forth there. Remember, these teams have identical records of 41 and 27, but Sacramento holds a tiebreaker that's thanks to a better conference record. On Wednesday, Grizzly star John Morant, he met with Commissioner Adam Silver and then afterward, the league announced that Morant would be suspended for eight games, that includes the six that he has already served. And then, Morant, he sat down exclusively with our Jalen Rose for his first interview since he was seen flashing a gun in a Denver nightclub.
1: You met with Adam Silver today and he suspended you for eight games. What was that meeting like? It was good. Pretty
9: much, you know, an open discussion. Obviously, you know, he said things, you know, I need to, you know, be better at. But, you know, more of just, you know, showing his support towards me. And I accepted that. And, you know, I also, you know, sent my apologies, you know, to everybody. You know, the league, you know, myself, my teammates, my family for, you know, putting that negativity towards all of us with a, you know, bad decision.
1: Tough loss at Denver. You at the spot. Shirt off. What were you... Thinking and feeling at that moment when you decided to go live Pretty much just trying to be free use that as an escape which I shouldn't have
9: um, And I feel like That's the reason you know, I made many you know bad decisions, you know in my past um, Which doesn't describe Jai as a person, you know, I'm a totally different person you know than what's been shown You know in the media
1: for you at that moment what were you thinking, and whose gun were you holding? I was, felt like, you know, I was releasing stress,
9: and I felt like it was healthy for me, and, which it wasn't, and that caused me to do some things that, you know, I shouldn't have. You know, the gun wasn't mine. Um, you know, I, it's not who I am. I don't condone in, you know, any type of violence, um, but I take, you know, full responsibility, you know, for my actions, I and mean, I can see uh, that... Image, you know, that I painted, you know, over myself, you know, with my recent mistakes, but you know in the future, um, I'm gonna show everybody who
1: Ja really is. There was the incident allegedly after the Pacers game, and somebody was allegedly pointing a red dot at some of their personnel. Can you shed light and what happened after that game?
9: Majority of the things, you know, that's happened in the past. Obviously, you know, I kind of put myself into. Um, by even being there, you know, the NBA investigated, you know, everything thoroughly and, you know, found no evidence of, uh, anything.
1: And another incident that allegedly happened at the mall with your mom, what can you say about what happened with that situation?
9: You know, I got a call, um, I went to, you know, make sure my mom was safe, you know, that's my lifeline, you know, that's who birthed me, so, um. I went to make sure she was safe. You know, once I realized that, you know, I
1: left the scene. And then there's a situation that potentially happened with your sister surrounding a volleyball game. Can you shed some light into what took place in that scenario? That's
9: my baby sister. You know, I received a call and, you know, was checking on her safety. Um, Another situation where, you know, once I found out she was safe, you know, I left the scene. Obviously, I realized Josh showed up. And, you know, that's all everybody, you know, really needed to, you know, paint whatever, you know, picture they want. And um, I realize now that's a problem. And, you know, I put myself in, you know, those situations.
1: What were you doing these last 10 days and what did it teach you about yourself? Just learning, you know, I can open up. I can express my
9: feelings and that it's, you know, okay to be able to express your feelings. So, you know, I was constantly, you know, talking to therapists. I've been doing, you know, reiki treatment. Um, I've been doing anxiety breathing, you know, different stuff to, you know, help me manage that and release, you know, all that stuff from my body.
1: What has it been like for you to see people criticize your inner circle? What have you learned about how you should move with your team going forward? I feel like.
9: In the past, we didn't we didn't know what was at stake, and now you know finally me having that time to you know realize everything, have that time alone, I realize that now. I realize you know what I have to lose. Now I can't wait to be back out there on the floor now. You know, knowing what my punishment is, and you know I accept that, and you know I feel like I deserve you know that punishment for you know my mistakes and you know what I did. But when I get back out there, you know I'm gonna be ready to go and ready you know push for a ring.
2: So take a look here. This is Memphis's upcoming schedule. Morant, he's actually eligible to play on Monday in the Grizzlies game against the Mavericks, but our Adrian Wojnarowski, he's reporting that that is unlikely that he plays in that game. He is continuing to ramp up. So without Jaw, the Grizzlies, they were in action last night. They lost in Miami to the Heat, but take a look at this. This is late in the second quarter. Dylan Brooks, he chases after a loose ball here and he appears to push camera operator Terry Swan. Now, sources told ESPN that Swan suffered a shoulder and elbow injury and is seeking medical attention. We will have more on this story as it continues to develop. Coming up, oh, it's Vince Carter's favorite segment. Can you guess where we are headed? Richard, where are we going? The upper,
3: defense you've got to be able to guard your yard oh, oh my goodness
7: that's blake, the kind of stuff that blake griffin used to do to people you like me i understand that
3: it's a physical game oh, oh, my. a monster jam by blake griffin but i, mean, I didn't i didn't mean but, yeah I, you did no no Scott. i Wait, know you let me I tell you, you. I, Go when ahead, i said tell it what you mean. when i said it and i looked at you then i remembered. <laughs> I wasn't thinking it when I first said it. So
8: you start turning the red around the cheeks. That's how I know you lie.
3: No, no, no. I'm telling you. Now, Perk, you know that was a direct shot from our boy, Scow. Shout out my brother, Scow. Draft partners. Shout out, you know. Check your, check, check your people, bro. Check Calabrini, your people. Boy.
2: It, it's Blake's birthday today, Perk. We oh, just. Oh, do you we, still
3: send mm. him gifts? Or do you but just that was like sending him the video? <laughs> How's this work?
2: All right, it's time for us to get to the segment of the week. It is time for Upper Room. As a reminder, this is how it works. We humbly present our dunks of the last two weeks, because we didn't do this last week, to the one and only, yeah, there's nothing humble about it, to Vince Carter, and only one will win. One can go to the Upper Room and get bottle service. I'm the all-time leader, Janae. See if you can dethrone me.
4: I think I'm like in second place, though. And you know, I, I have to Perk's say this. If he, maybe not. Okay, in my head, I'm in second place. All right, number two, I'm the second child. Can you family. get to it's your video? My pick is Jason Tatum. If, okay. If you're not first, you're and left. I present this one. Ricky Bobby. Because it's not just the dunk; it's the left. force, Mr. Vince Carter. It's the landing, Ooh. and it's hey. on someone who, the last five or six years, has been considered the best defender in the NBA statistically mm. DPO wise say it with your chest someone that may not get MVP even though he had a great case and still has a great case but okay. this he should get the upper room for that I'm talking about Mr. Tatum oh my bad okay <laughs> alright
3: right? honestly that was adorable the I, tower, love, eh? I love it Adorable. It was. It was Can't it. Topic. Yeah. Now mine. Yeah. See, like so they, you know, look, look. Jason Tatum, okay. six, nine and a half. There's some big guys out here. I like it when the uh, little guys yeah. catch bodies, because you know what I'm saying. That's what we used to do. Me, me and Vince, we used to look for people like Perk just to catch bodies. And he had the That's first what pick we used today. To do. Are you and a little so guy? Look, I'm. A, me and Vince. Vince is six four. And, I'm six and, and, five. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So
4: roll my six. tape. I was about to say. Like you, you are <laughs> taking away five. two inches from the
3: tank. You listen, Donovan Mitchell. Let's get Donovan Mitchell. Watch <laughs> this, V.C. Get your boy, <laughs> scala. Watch this. Mitchell is, so Donovan like... Mitchell is 6'1". Mastella's Boom. Oh, my gosh. He gets to that 1-2 off really the crossover. Come, come on, man. No, Whose a baby fact. is that? That's a fact. Come on.
6: That's right. adorable, Richard. Yeah, adorable. that was cute. That was a sweet.
2: That was nice. All shade at you, by the way, not at Donovan Mitchell. But how about this? We know that the Kings are one of the hottest teams in the NBA this year. It is hard to go into their house and do what Brandon Ingram did. Please don't me my tape, producer Condit. There is no way you
6: I deal with this. On, this is on my guy Kevin Herter. Oh man, My I know. bad, Kevin Herter.
2: There, you know this is. Look at this.
3: Oh! Red velvet. Ooh. Sorry, sorry, look Kevin. Look, the red Herter. rocket. Back in, let's go. Red velvet. It's red velvet. It's oh, red velvet. velvet. Put red the velvet. red velvet back in the in the oven. <laughs> Put it back talking. in the box.
2: <laughs> I think that there were a lot of casualties there, but Brandon Ingram there deserves go. bottle service and a sparkler in the upper room. Perk, take us home. The sparkler. Yeah, why not? Yes. A little extra for the
8: last couple weeks I feel I feel like I've been getting finesse. I thought my presentations has been on point and I feel like you've been taking one. my bottle service and me spending <laughs> big money in the club. We talked about with drinking on granted. air. Perk. So I have I have bottle service. I've been spending top dollar VC and I need to know I need to know, am I a loyal customer or not? And this week, damn it, it's my week. I'm going with Kawhi Leonard. We've been talking about him being available. We've been talking about him being healthy. Well, damn it, rolling the clip, here go right now. We, he, this answered all the questions,
3: V.C. Oh. Down the lane. Uh-huh. We, we, we can't People keep, keep on having Bob. on here. Body can't be on here body, all the time. body.
8: Body to body. Hey, VC, I need you. I need you. Offensive foul. I need you to Wait, He put his hand on his head. Ugh. Did Did he backfoul? All up on this armpit. In the name of the father. All up on this armpit. VC, I'm just saying, my presentation's been on point. My dunk's been on it point. Has- mm. I think this week, it damn it, has- this is my Take Kawhi to the upper room.
2: All right, Vince. You have considered all four of our nominations, and Perk is bribing you. V.C.,
3: York. big bottles. Perk, we talked big about bottles. that. We talked about that, Perk. <laughs> Only one can make
4: it, V.C.
2: Big,
3: big bottles. Stop saying that Hey, this big ain't big. the little bottles, V.C. I'm
8: spending
6: <laughs> big money. I'm spending big money. Hey, per, per, first of all, you 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 drink for free. You know that. So stop that. Um <laughs> he's always a special guest on
3: dunk on dunk videos. He's always he's always a special Anthony invited Edwards. guest. Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Welcome to the upper room.
4: You did it, again. So, so I, when he first was? won, he was with me. So like does that mean I won? I, I don't like wait, it works like that. Wait, 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 I don't Edwards. make the rules. Vince makes the rules. Where's so. Anthony? BC, let me see you this can't, dunk.
8: Win. Anthony, you I, can't win your own. You want to
2: bro?
3: Let's see it. Call Let's see head. it.
6: All right, first of all, back oh. door and wait. First of all, he's not dunking it. He's dunking it on the way up. And he has oh. to duck his head. On the way up, duck your head. Come on now. Perk, Look hand over this. those oh, bottles. Me.
2: Anthony Edwards has gotten Lamona them. Lamona VC. I mean, Lamona Lamona it's VC. nice. He's he's
3: well, he's 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 in Perk in the, the type of person that brings his own bottles to the club.
4: Let's see the leaderboard.
6: Anthony
3: Edwards should have been
4: in the upper room already, and he got shafted because
6: we had a surprise guest.
4: <laughs> so I feel like I should get it right because I submitted the last Anthony Edwards dunk no. that one. No. No. no, right? No, no. that's what no. brought him on the show. Uh, no, no, no. how it go. No, how it go. We get to all Best try
2: again next taste. week. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking room, notes baby. on this one.
3: I, I think care. next week. I don't like this game. for the week.
2: I do. I like to win. Welcome you to come on NBA today. Damian Willyard. He went on JJ Redick's podcast and he didn't hold back. He has some must-hear thoughts on the state of the league that include this.
7: I don't need to prove to y'all that I want to win a ring. Why the hell do I play? Like, We can't keep acting like nothing matters like the rest of the stuff, the journey doesn't matter. We can't keep doing that.
2: Welcome back to NBA Today. Damian Lillard, his 71-point game, it was one of many individual highlights this season, along with LeBron James passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer and many more. But are regular season performances being celebrated in the way that they should be? Damian Lillard, he joined the old man in the three with J.J. Redick to talk about just that. Take a
7: listen. The NBA I play in now is not the NBA that I came into, and I expect it to evolve. Everything is, is constantly changing. But I feel like I play for the love of the game. Like, I want to I want the competition. I want to know what it feels like to win. I want to see my teammates do well. I want to see my teammates get paid. You know, like, that don't count. Regular season don't count. Get a ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, who? This guy's the MVP. This guy did this. He the first. It's like, bro, what, like, what is this stuff? Like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, They was asking me about, damn, but, like, to win a ring. And and I'm like, bro, I don't need to prove to y'all that I want to win a ring. Why the hell do I play? Like, we cannot keep acting like, while I understand we play to win championships, we all want to win a championship, we can't keep acting like nothing matters. Like, the rest of the stuff, the journey doesn't matter. We can't keep doing that. I think about it all the time where I'm like, man, I don't know if if I can just play a long, long time because I don't, I don't enjoy what, what the NBA as a whole is becoming. Regardless of what you decide to do, by the way, you're going to be criti- criticized for yeah. it. I can give you multiple sure. examples <laughs> off the top of my head for sure. where someone couldn't win a ring and they go team up with a superstar, another superstar and when they win it, it gets discredited. So the discourse. Or they go and don't win it. Yeah. And and now they look crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And now they talk worse. You've
3: had some quotes about that as well. And I always look, how do you maintain a level of sanity within this discourse?
7: I have a life that's stable and is not based upon who I am as an NBA player. Like, I don't sit here and just think about, I need to leave all the time. And. I'm not sitting there watching TV and hearing everything they got to say, like, oh, I need to, I probably should do this or I probably should do that. I'm like, when my career is over, y'all are not about to be talking about me.
2: So I thought JJ put this really well listening to the extended version of the podcast when he said that there's sort of the conversation, the discourse around the NBA and about the NBA, and then the players actually in it that are creating what Damian Lillard said was, quote, a a sense of entitlement. But Vince, you played in the league for 22 years. You you have a unique perspective on this. What are your thoughts?
6: For sure. And he has an old school mentality. When I got into the league, it was about the journey. And obviously, everybody, one thing I really uh, agreed with is that Every player that steps into this league wants to try to win a championship. And there's a lot of Hall of Famers, you know, a T-Mac, for instance, or an Allen Iverson, who did not. But yet we still say, oh, they're for sure first ballot. And I think a lot of the things that has, has gotten caught up into um, how this has evolved is, is social media. You know, when mm-hmm. I walked into the, to the game, social media was not a thing. So it was just like you come to work, you do your job, and then that's really it. And, and now it's kind of like, you know, you get caught up and everybody hangs on every word of what, what is said about social media. I mean, I, I, what was the frustrating thing for me is that halftime, you know, I watched some of the young guys who come in and they immediately just flip their phone and you just see... And they're affected by what is said on social media, and it was just so frustrating because I look in the locker room, I was like, okay, but why not be affected by what's what's on the floor, what happened, you know, in the first half, and how we can fix it and adjust to it? And and I think social media has really, you know, I mean, it, as as it is, it's, it's great for everyone. It's it's like I consider it a gift and a curse. Obviously, it works. For, you know, yeah. it, it works. But it, you know, you it push, you know, you push your your story, your your business, but whatever. But like when it's time for work. You know, it's time to shut it off and and you got to do for what's in your locker because you're at the end of the day, you're around your teammates each and every day putting in the work to win. Mm.
3: Look, look, I I saw lots of things that needed to be unpacked by what Dame said. And I think he was very eloquent in what he said. He wasn't calling out people. He was merely addressing something. But I think there's another side to this when you start playing basketball, it's always three, two, one, you win the championship, you're in your backyard, you're at a park, you envision this. I would never discredit a person. It doesn't matter if it's John Stockton, Steve Nash, Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, I'm not gonna ever discredit greats. Dame is a great in this game. Now, that being said, you do want to see the greatest players play on the highest stage. And sometimes it's like, whatever I have to do to get there, yes. And if I'm going to be criticized whether I don't win or if I'm going to be criticized if I do win, a la, let's say, a Kevin Durant, a la a, a LeBron James, a lot of these guys will get criticism. But it's like, at the end of the day, their number one goal is to be a champion. Yeah. Not to win, it, make a month, bunch of money, not to score a bunch of points, not like the individual accolades. For them, it's about winning a championship. And I know Dame wants to win a championship. I don't know if the environment that he is in is going to allow him to win a championship. So it's a matter of, like, Dame accepting that and saying, like, this is not how I'm going to validate my career or I'm not going to dictate my happiness based off of that. But I think we can't make a mistake and say that it doesn't matter if it's a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter if it's a World Series. It doesn't matter if it's an NBA championship or a Stanley Cup. Every athlete's dream when they enter into this space is to be at the highest stage and win a championship, but that should not be the only thing that dictates a person's success in their career.
0: Hmm. Park?
8: Listen, I I love Dame. I, I believe he's box office, but ring culture didn't start this year, last year, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Ring culture has been around since the beginning of time. And we talk about all the greats like Bill Russell. And we see them on magazines holding up 11 of them. And we go down to Larry and Magic when they was battling for rings. They didn't have social media then. They were playing for championships. And then we move on to Jordan. And we know he wanted he, had, he went got six of them. And then we talk about the Clutch City days with Elijah one. And then we move on to Kobe and Shaq. And we see videos of Kobe in the Dallas Maverick Arena saying one two three four five he wasn't talking about how many all-star appearances he, he had he talked about the championships and when you play in this game in my opinion you should want to be on the big stage you should want to take take home that home that hard work. and listen i'm gonna say this last and this is not a knock on anybody on anybody like no one But I know so many guys that didn't win a championship that was in all-star games. I know so many former players that put up big numbers and led the league in scoring and was guys that were 20 points per night scores. But guess what, today, today, We talk more about a role player like Robert Ory than we talk about those former All-Stars because he got seven championships. Mm -hmm. And that's the bar that has always been set since the beginning of time. And it's not going to change no time soon. And it shouldn't change. It should always be about ring culture. Always.
2: Yeah. I'm bummed we don't have more time to continue this conversation because there's so many directions that that we could go here. I just wanted to say before we move on that one thing I appreciated about this conversation is it, it made me think. It made me think about the value that we place in the regular season versus in championships. It made me think about our role, the media's role, and sort of the discourse surrounding the NBA. I encourage everyone to go listen to the full podcast um, because it's really it's it's fascinating stuff. Here's our next Wednesday doubleheader. It starts in the Lone Star State. Luca, the Mavs, the lead. Against Steph and the Warriors, that's at 730 Eastern, and then L.A. and A.D., the Lakers hosting Devin Booker. Our coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 7 o'clock Eastern. ESPN and the NBA family at large lost a, a member this week, Pat McGrath, who was our statistician. He worked closely with Dave Pash. He died unexpectedly on Monday. He worked on our NBA project at ESPN for over 20 years. He worked 38 38 Super Bowls, many Final Fours. He was the right hand to legends. I'm talking about Jim Nance, Mike Tirico, Brad Nessler, Doug Collins, that's just to name a few. And I had the privilege of working on game broadcasts with him. And he, he gave me confidence that when I stepped out to do my job, to do my reporting, he always had the numbers to have my back. He was the support that we all needed. And I thought that Doris Burke, she put it perfectly when she said that television is the ultimate team sport. And the magic of it, it happens from the people that you all, you don't get to see. And Pat was a magic maker. He will be missed dearly, and our deepest condolences to his family.
1: NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it. And in part by Hotels.com. Find your perfect somewhere.
2: That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. We don't have a show tomorrow, so we're going to enjoy a long weekend. Enjoy the games, and we will see you Monday.